everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Let's Pod This. My name is Andy Moore, and I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined, like usual, by Scott Nelson. Hello, sir. What's up, man? It's like a, it's like a real emergency pod, because it's an emergency pod, and there's like the storm of storms, apparently, is bearing down on us right now. It is, and Scott and I are not in the same location this time. We're actually trying out a new system where I can record at home, and he can record at home. Um, so we're both, I think, in our respective upper room studios. Uh, so we'll see how it works out. So the reason that we're doing this emergency pod is that today we got the verdict in the trial against Johnson and Johnson uh, for the opioid. I guess the opioid trial is the correct name, right? That's it. Yeah. So this was the lawsuit that Attorney General Hunter had filed on behalf of the citizens of the state of Oklahoma um, to try and hold uh, manufacturers of opiates accountable for the opioid epidemic or crisis or whatever words you'd like to use about what's uh, facing not just Oklahoma, but states around the country. Right, right. And I think what... um, we was what we found out today. This is the third trial we've had, and so far Oklahoma is three and zero. Arguably, we've the first two settled right with Purdue Pharma and Teva Pharmaceuticals, and this one went to actual went to trial. Was a long trial, and and today the verdict from the judge is ruled in Oklahoma's favor. That, but well, ruled in Oklahoma's favor. However, I think the reason that we're having this podcast is not just for the ruling, but for the size of the award that was made by the judge. Yeah. So, you know, I think kind of just a, a, a recap for everybody. So, um, you know, Attorney General Hunter um, and the attorneys that he retained to try the case uh, had asked for $17 billion. And this is, this. I think it's, um, I say it gets a little bit technical um, because that's the excuse I'm going to use in case I'm what I'm about to explain is wrong. But um, they asked for the $17 billion. And the reason that's the number that the state was seeking was because they filed this case under a public nuisance law and a public nuisance law um, filing the case that way allows them to ask for an abatement, so a, 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 a judgment that uh, of money that the state can use to abate this public nuisance, and then they can calculate how much that should be. So it's rather than just saying we think you should give us seventeen billion dollars just because it's we think you should give us seventeen billion dollars because over time that is what it's going to take for us to um, kind of fix this problem. Um, so that's that's what the state had asked for. The verdict today, uh, Judge Thad Bachman, who's the the judge in the case, um, found for the state of Oklahoma, essentially saying that you know yes, he agreed that um, Johnson and Johnson was responsible to some degree um, through a very uh, through a variety of practices for the opioid epidemic, um, but the judgment um, was for five hundred and seventy two million dollars, which is um, substantially less than seventeen billion, right? Right. Um, so it's it's slightly less than three percent of what we ask for. And now you know sometimes I feel like you just never know, right? Like judges might rule in might rule in favor, and you and you know when it comes to another individual, um, the size of the award can can vary. Could be the huge amount. I, what was most notable to me, I think about this is 
Well, first of all, five hundred million dollars ain't no slouch, yeah. right? Like that's significant. Yeah, five hundred seventy-two. That's a lot. I'm closer right. to six. That's a lot of money. Yeah, if it was in my account, I would be on a tropical island right now. <laughs> um, but in the grand scheme of like the you know the state budget, it's it's not uh, going to last that long. So the other thing is that as soon as the ruling came out. Johnson and Johnson and two other opioid manufacturers' stock prices spiked, like went up like two percent, which is a pretty hefty jump. Yeah, Johnson Johnson they went up four, right? And after hours trading, they went up four percent. And so, I mean, even like CNBC had tweeted this out that like, hey, uh, it seems like shareholders were perhaps relieved that uh, <laughs> that it. Uh, wasn't more money in the settlement. Well, to put that in context, um, you know what Johnson Johnson's uh, gross revenue was last year? Oh, I saw this. It was like $82 billion? $81 billion. I was, I was only a billion dollars off. Yeah, so um, this is, for Johnson & Johnson, I mean, this is literally a drop in the bucket, right? Like, you know, $572 million um, out of $81 billion. Let me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not great. You know, at the at well, the new math. To be <laughs> fair, that was revenue, not profits. I'm sure their profit was also in the billions. Uh, but still, that's point um, seven percent of their total revenue. So they'll be okay. Is what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know if our listeners can hear that, but the wind has just arrived at my house. So it'll be at your house in about two minutes. I think. Yeah, the thunders. The thunders at mine. Um, so that's that's. Interesting. I think, I think there's a couple of questions, and and we don't know what's going to happen next with this. So Johnson and Johnson has said that they're going to appeal. So we can certainly expect that there's not going to be a 572 million dollar, at least what they're saying, there's not going to be a 572 million dollar check written to the state of Oklahoma quite yet, because Johnson and Johnson expects to appeal this. In which case, it's going to go to the uh, Oklahoma State Court of uh, Appeals. Um, so that's the one step below the Supreme Court. In the state court of appeals, they can do a couple of things. They can just say, nope, we agree. They can overturn everything. Or they can say, yeah, we agree that Johnson & Johnson is responsible, but what we don't agree about is the judgment that uh, Judge Bachman, the trial judge, um, handed down. So they can say, hey, we think that maybe you, know, you didn't come to the right figure. Um, that's going to be really... Could they bump it up or just decrease it? So my my understanding, actually, um, and this is a little bit technical, and this is not my own knowledge. This is me talking to a lawyer friend who um, was talking after she hadn't read through the decision entirely yet. So this is a little bit spitballing. But what we think is that it depends a little bit on how Judge Bachman came up with his number. And so this is what's interesting is Judge Bachman says that he came up with $572 million because that's what it's going to take for one year, okay? And what he said is that the state of Oklahoma did not present sufficient evidence for a 20 or 30 year, $17 billion abatement plan. So basically he said they gave great evidence that it's gonna cost $572 million in year one, but I wasn't convinced by their case for what it's gonna cost in years two through 20 or two through 30. Which is, it's not gonna be, we're not gonna whip this problem in a year. I mean, that's just self-evident, I think. Right. And so I think the question is, you know, I think one question that stated the the attorneys for the state might have is, 
are they allowed to come back in a year and be like, okay, here's where we are. And based on what we know after a year of work, here's what's going to cost for the next 19 years. Right. Um, I think Johnson and Johnson would say, no, you can't do that. Um, I, I don't know what the right answer is, but also, you know, it could be that the state court of appeals says that that calculation that judge Bachman came up with for year one is incorrect or I think that maybe they could find – no, we think that there is evidence for a 20- or 30-year abatement plan, but then they would send it back to Judge Bachman to come up with a number, I think, is one possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I, – I guess this is an emergency pod to say we have an answer that provides us with more questions. That's fair. It, but we have some answers, right? Like at least we know this, and then <laughs> – and there's more to come. But as you said, it's going to take years no matter what the state court of appeals the 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 state court of appeals does, um, I think whatever party loses is probably going to appeal to the Oklahoma State Supreme Court, um, and from there it could go to the Tenth Circuit uh, Court of Appeals in Denver, the federal court, um, and then from there it could go to the Supreme Court of the U.S. Yeah, well, and I I would imagine that if I was Johnson and Johnson and I had a ton of money that I could spend on a whole team of a hundred lawyers, that I would. I would definitely try to spend it and see, you know, if there's a chance I could appeal to a higher court, not just for the financial reasons. I don't think they're worried about the money. I think they're worried about the principle, right? Well, and- I don't, I don't, I think they're worried about the principle, maybe from a legal standpoint, because if they, if they don't appeal this, right, if they say they accept the verdict or whatever, and they don't appeal it, they may be worried that that doesn't portend well for them in the like 2000 other suits that are pending around the country. Um, particularly the big federal suit that's in Cleveland right now. Well, and that's the other thing is that, you know, Oklahoma getting this money is separate because we're not a party to that lawsuit, right? Correct. So this is just our cut. There's a chance that, you know, they could get hit for more, right? I mean, it's obviously going to be a larger sum because it's more parties, but um, it's really, really interested. Do you know, Scott, when that trial is set? Is that, do they have a date? I do not. I don't have any idea when that one's going to start. I think. I think that they are. I think there's still a lot of like pre-trial stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll wait and find out. Well, so are there any other opioid lawsuits still to come for Oklahoma? or Are we all done? So um, I think in, there are a number of cities and counties, uh, uh, municipalities that are planning on suing these companies individually. The Oklahoma city of Oklahoma city has retained a firm uh, to proceed with that kind of a lawsuit. And there are a number of other municipalities around the state that are also planning on suing them on their own too. So this is not the last that we're going to hear about um, opioids in Oklahoma, but I think it's uh, I think that there's, there's a lot still to come from this case and then a lot of other cases that are going to be filed. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Well, uh, in that case we will, I think, sign off on this emergency pod. And if there's anything else that happens this week, I guess we'll address that, but I think it should be fairly quiet for a few days. Just a reminder to our listeners that this Friday, uh, the 30th, we will have our first episode of our gerrymandering series will be posted so uh, be sure to check your feeds for that scott thanks for joining me yeah man have a good night